I know that if you're not into yoga and you have half a brain, then uh, I'm the man that you're looking for. Come to me and escape. What's, what's this? That's probably a song. That's uh, from the Pina Colada. Oh. <laughs> Cassius response, that's probably a song. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was right. Hello there, my secret friend. This is episode 248 of Insert Credit, a curated arrangement of video game topics where our panel of experts must address each question presented to them in no less than six minutes each or reckon with a horrible buzzer. I'm Alex Jaffe, and I forgot to do an icebreaker this week. Mm. Uh, I'm Frank Cifaldi, and uh, I don't have to respond to uh, an icebreaker this week because there isn't one. Terrific. I'm Brandon Sheffield, and I forgot to renew my passport, so I'm trying to go to Tokyo Game Show, and my passport expires at the end of October, and uh, it might cause problems. <laughs> so that's what I forgot oh, to do. Oh, better take care of that. Yeah. Well, I can't. Uh, um, I, I can't. I have to. <laughs> Basically, my choices are try it as is, or I won't be able to apply for a visa in time, because right now you need a visa to go to Japan. So, um... That's a problem. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I hope everything works out. Keep us updated on this saga as it unfolds. Joining us this week, Tim Rogers is away on assignment, so we've got an old friend with us here. Uh, It's Ash Parrish, everybody. Hooray! Hooray! Hi! Thanks for having me back. Um, I didn't... Uh, What did you forget? Yeah, I was going to say I didn't plan an icebreaker, and I've never had a passport, so yeah. Oh, wow. Whoa. Whoa. And you don't have to respond to this one. So you've got all three of our bases covered. Well, I've got a special show planned for you all this week. Uh, In the Insert Credit community at forums.insertcredit.com, there's an ongoing thread called Insert Credit Flavored Questions That Are Too Stupid for the Dirt Bag. (laughs) This week on Insert Credit, we're getting stupid. Excellent. Every question I ask you today is taken from this collection of everything our community has ever wanted to know, but was rightfully ashamed to ask. <laughs> our first question comes from Blunt Force Mama, who asks, What is your mom's favorite TV show, and how would you adapt it into a video game that your dad would enjoy playing? Uh, first of all, I, I want to say, what, what was the name of this person? Uh, Blunt Force Mama. To the tune of Zoot Suit Riot. I'm just going to say that. Mama! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, game based on my mom's your... favorite show. Yeah, and it right? has to be a game that your dad would enjoy playing. And so we, we all have to do this, I guess. Yeah. Because we don't have the same I... moms and dads. Exactly. <laughs> I don't really know what my mom's favorite show is. It's something on YouTube that tells her that liberal people are the devil. Okay. Um, InfoWars. It's not InfoWars. She gets like knockoff InfoWars. She gets the shows that just like repeat what InfoWars says. She doesn't go to the source. So uh, it's probably a platformer with big heads. Yeah. Servo graphics. Um, Sure. (laughs) uh, Big talking heads. Wait, wait, wait. My dad has to like it. Uh, Yeah, your dad has to like it. God, I haven't talked to him in like 30 years. Uh, He likes pinball. So, oh, it's Devil's Crush. Right, it's 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 Devil's yeah. Crush, but but you're uh, you're, you're fighting the black, devils. You're you're fighting Black Lives Matter or something. Oh, oh yeah. God, terrible. Yeah, well, that's a bad game. Uh, let's yeah, see. Yeah, it's terrible. But <laughs> I wouldn't play it. But maybe your dad would. I'm trying to think of what my mom's favorite TV show is. She likes Poirot. She likes uh, Murder. She wrote. So I guess it would be a mystery. Oh, and my dad likes tactics games. Actually, this is easy. Okay, so it's <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a mystery. Let, let's let's just say it's murder she wrote um you know it, it but it could be any one of those we can also adapt it to poirot or um it's that one where there's like a british man uh, and it's it starts with an e somebody knows what i'm talking about there's a british man in it anywho it's so it's a it's a mystery and to find the culprit you have to play a tactics game where you're kind of like getting around their blind spot and then like your attacks are actually pieces of evidence that you're sending them uh so you know it's you're you're gathering evidence in a tactics grid uh trying to do that surreptitiously like um like what's her name in murder she wrote what's her name in there again 
Angela, Angela wait, Lansbury. Angela that, Lansbury. That's, like actress. Actress. that's, that's the actress. Right. I can't remember. It's like Ruth or something. I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she looks like a Ruth. Um, so you're Angela Lansbury <laughs> um, snooping through somebody's office, as she always does. And you're like, oh, no, she's 80 million years old and she's going to get stabbed. But she doesn't. So you do that. And then after that, you have to um, find the culprit and confront them with the information. And that's that's the tactics game that you play. And then my mom and dad. Jessica like, Fletcher. Yeah, that's Jessica Fletcher. That's the one. Okay, that's the so one. that's okay. mine. Okay, Ash, what you got? So I thought this was going to be hard because, um, you know, my, my people don't play video games where I come from. But it's actually quite easy. So my mom is really big into uh, reality television shows. And she likes that Netflix Same. show, like sell, t- Selling Sunset or whatever, where all mm-hmm. these like, mm-hmm. ladies sell those like super rich houses or whatever. And my dad used to be a pharmaceutical salesman. Like he would make six figures. I used to tell friends all the time that they would ask, what, what did your father do? And I would say he sold drugs. And I would just wait for their shocked faces. And then I'd be like, ah, oh, gotcha. No, it's pharmaceuticals so like what were you thinking yeah that shit like that so (laughs) the game that he would enjoy based on selling sunset would be like a real estate like management sim where you had to like maximize your profits and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i think that would be the video game that he would oh speaking of calculator games which i guess that is uh i know my mom's favorite show is not the real housewives but the show that's on after The Real Housewives, where they talk about what just happened on The Real Housewives. <laughs> wow. And uh, my dad's favorite game, he used to have a Palm Pilot back in like the early 2000s, and he played Sub Hunt a lot on that. And I'm not sure how to make like The Real Housewives of Sub Hunt. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, what is Sub Hunt? Sub Hunt was this uh, janky calculator-ish game where you were a submarine and you fired missiles onto boats on the surface. It was actually kind of fun. Yeah, it's it's like really slow space invaders, kind of. Yeah. Um, okay, the real like. fleet commanders of sub <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I don't know what that is, but I think we've accomplished our mission here. Our next question is from Gaga Geens, who asks, is Capcom just Sega without the Saganess? <laughs> no. Quantify Saganess. That's part of the question here, I think. Yeah, so I think we call Saganess like... Weird jankiness, occasional edginess, like blue skies, blue skies, and you got your um, spectacular failures that are neat anyway. And I don't know if Capcom has, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's hard for me to put the two of them together. Like when I think of Capcom, I think of I think of fighting games. I think of Resident Evil. I think of Marvel versus. Yeah, none of these things are very Sega. Like Sega when they did. When they truly did fighting games, it was Virtua Fighter, and that was 3D. And Capcom has never really truly made a 3D fighter. It's not 100% true, but they've largely stayed even when making 3D and a 2D plane. Um, they, they've made like Star Gladiator and whatever, but it, that wasn't like a big thing for them. And uh, Capcom also has no mascot stuff particularly like unless you count Mega Man Legends or something. I would count Ryu as a Capcom mascot. Yeah, Ryu shows up in everything. But it's not like a mascot game, like a platformer or a Ryu's fun time adventure <laughs> or, or something. I think the answer is no, but um, I could be convinced possibly. Like, I think Dino Crisis is kind of a Sega. Lost Planet is a little bit of a Sega. <laughs> I don't know. For me, at least in like the Super Nintendo era, uh, Capcom felt like Sega by way of Nintendo. Like, if you couldn't get a Sega game, you'd get a Capcom game on your Nintendo system. Yeah. I mean, they had they had a little more edginess and, and weirdness to them than, than your Nintendo, but you could also get a Konami game and get that experience, yeah. I feel. So I feel like I, the I, difference I, now is that um, Sega attempts to make Sega games. Uh, Capcom attempts to make sequels to Capcom games. Hmm. Hmm, yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. I buy that. I guess. So, that just sounded really smart, and like I just kind of stopped talking. Right. No, now. yeah, that's, uh-huh. a, that's sure. a perfect sound bite. Nods. We got it. Yeah. Yeah. We got it. So what's the relationship between Capcom and Konami? Because they also kind of feel like cousins. Um, I think it, it's like, I think they are cousins in a way. It's like Konami has more of a, like a weird religious cult going on in there, yeah. and then... Um, Capcom being Osaka has more of a Yakuza thing going on. So that's those are those are my stereotypes that I'm assigning to each. Um, and, you know, Capcom's Osaka uh, Konami it was largely 
Tokyo-ish. So there's a there's a divide there as well. Sounds about right. And Konami can't make a fighting game. <laughs> uh, take that. Uh, yeah, Beats um, asks a very topical question that was posed about a year ago. So I barely remember the thing this is referencing. Uh, if you were going to make a table from video game hardware, what would you use? Uh, from video game hardware? Uh, uh, NESs, just regular NESs. They have a flat top. That's easy. GameCubes are really strong. Oh, there you go. You snag them like Legos. And then when I want to move my table, I can mm-hmm. I can move the with the with the handles. I would do something different. I would make my table out of the PlayStation Five, and the PlayStation Five is actually the base of the table, and then like put like a round on top, like a marble round mm. on top of it. Okay. That's my table. Ooh. Yeah, that's okay. fancy. Very stylish. I like. It. I like it's that like- a lot. It's like when people use uh, some some fancy big driftwood and then they put a big piece of glass on it. It's like that. Yeah. This is a reference to uh, Logan Paul, who made a table out of like oh, that's Game right. Boys in resin. He, he just shellacked some Game Boys into a table. Yeah. So he didn't actually make yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Because that's where I was going next. But clearly I was remembering this thing and not right. having an original idea. So, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, so what are some just totally irresponsible ways you could otherwise use video game hardware play games yeah that's defining irresponsible it's my stuff that's (laughs) true i guess you can do what you want with it i could throw it at somebody's head that's irresponsible it's irresponsible if i'm like burning it and putting plastic fumes in the air or something Mm -hmm. but other than that so logan paul did nothing wrong is what you're saying no it's his stuff i don't care there you go vindication for logan paul no, he still I know sucks. I'm like the video game preservation guy or whatever, but it's like, there's millions of these. I don't care. It's right. fine. <laughs> I mean, isn't preserving it in resin the ultimate video game preservation? I, yeah, we're going to extract its DNA in 3,000 years. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we'll make a theme park of Game Boys. Yeah. Yeah. So I, in this theme park of Game Boys, I imagine like the ground, you know, how they have cobblestones at like the entrances to like theme parks. They're like cobblestone red brick streets. But instead of cobblestones, it's all the teeny tiny little cartridges. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which in 3,000 years will be in abundance somehow. Then I'll get up to the Game Boy micro display and be truly distressed. I could, I should have gotten one in 2005. I regret that every day. Every day. I never stop to think about whether we should. Every day. It's Dang. <laughs> the first thing I say when I wake up. Where's my Game every Boy Every morning Micro? I'm like, rabbit, rabbit, where's my Game Boy Micro? Uh, that's exactly what my life is like. Here's the next question. It's from Giso who asks, can Yoko Taro see out of that thing? It doesn't look like there are any eye holes. Um, I think no. Yoko no. Taro. Oh, that guy. Right. He communicates via echolocation, but instead of sound waves, it's horny. So, like, he sends out horny, and then it bounces off horny back, and that's how he gets an image of, like, the world. Oh, it's it's a pheromone thing. That's true and gross. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, so, does, like, a wall have a horny level that he can read? Depends on if they're glory holes. Oh, I'm boy. I'm so sorry. I'm oh, sorry. boy. <laughs> oh, boy. It's like one in the afternoon, Ash. That I know of. I've never been to an office building with glory hole walls, so I don't know how he gets around. But Frank, remember, uh, we worked at UBM and... <laughs> right, and there were glory holes. Yeah, There weren't glory holes, but but everyone, people would be like, did you know people had sex in that room? To like every room. Oh yeah. my so, God. so there's re- there's residue. Um, residual. Yeah. Residual horny. Yeah, unfortunate. Not- oh, he probably can detect, yeah, like horny ghosts. Yeah, yeah. HG. Yes, exactly. <laughs> is, is that what semen stains are? They're horny ghosts? That's <laughs> <laughs> what they are, yeah. They're forever wandering the earth uh, trying to fulfill their purpose. But they can't. Yeah. yeah. Poor little squiggly guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am both oh, sorry boy. and not sorry for sending. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> that's why we got you on the, on the, on the episode. This is what you're, that's, uh, this that's is your role. That's why we're here. I think. I think that's part of like the 300 pages of notes that Dan Aykroyd was trying to communicate in the original draft of Ghostbusters. Oh, and yeah. all that was left was that uh, one blowjob ghost scene. Uh, but I, that, there, I don't that was that. really important to the original thesis. Of course you don't remember that. I thought you were just going to say Slimer was the remnant of, 
No, no, no. I'm talking about the scene where Ray Stance gets a blowjob from a ghost in the library that's cut out of the TV edit of the movie, but was in the three theatrical release. And most people don't remember it being in there because it had no reason to be there to begin with. But I watched uh, that movie like two years ago. I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, you, you probably saw the family cut. You didn't see the Snyder cut of uh, Ghostbusters. The heck? I guess I'm going to have to watch. It's on Hulu right now. I guess I'll watch it again. <laughs> I don't know which version you're going to get. Watch for that blowjob ghost. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> King Tub asks, when I'm rewarded with gold for winning a fight, was that gold on the monster? Did that monster steal that money or did it earn it? What would a monster do with that money? Are there monsters that go and patronize the local Fantasy 7-Eleven for a big gulp after a day of monstering? Was wondering this last night after making a good chunk of change killing slimes. Where would a slime even keep the gold coins? 100%. I, I mean, I obviously everyone's thought about this, but I always thought that the monster ate the gold. The, the, you, okay. you, get the, you get the gold out and whatever they have is something that they ate or absorbed or whatever and it's just inside of them and you're killing them and you're like it's like you get in a fish and you, you get instead of guts you get gold and a, a potion no i just i always thought that you're like stealing from their wallets. yeah they all carry little fantasy wallet yeah that's more interesting I like both of these answers the my my boring answer is that it probably originated as just an abstraction of like you know you sold their pelt or whatever and then oh. it just became uh standard but that that is just a guess on my part well i think nobody ever even bothered to think about it that i I feel like the original thing was just like it's just this is a good game mechanic yeah (laughs) that's where it came from didn't have an actual what would you do with a monster pelt i guess you would make like armor out of it i guess like if we're going old school D D. monster hunter is all about that yeah when i was playing the first final fantasies and dragon quests uh as a lad i kind of abstracted that your job was to get rid of these monsters that were right outside the walls of the town and they uh rewarded you for each one you killed like you were some kind of bounty hunter and that's Mm. how i kind of abstracted the job not a pelt so much as a scalp right exactly yeah it's not what they'll do with it it's that oh hey one less monster i have mentioned this game before but i i like how in um cyberdoll on the saturn you get money, which but you're you're fighting other cyborg human people, so you take their money and then you also take their their body parts. That's the other stuff that you get, and then you you bring their body parts to a like a chop shop weird parts doctor guy who uh, puts their par- parts that you've harvested off of them onto your body, and that's how you you level up. I felt like that was all very like clear cut. It makes a lot of sense. Um, that kind of thing. But of course, the gold aspect is just they had wallets. Uh, I think we've answered that question. We're mm-hmm. getting through these pretty quick. So I am going into the dirt bag and getting stuff that should have been too stupid to submit in there, but <laughs> were anyway. There, there's got to be more questions in that too stupid to submit. Uh, Some of them were unaskable, actually. So <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you say so. Just bad radio. So uh, here's one from Anonymous who asks wait I, i'm curious to get just one of the unaskable ones okay just 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 one of them okay just one of them is uh i don't have the user up here uh but uh, that's okay we'll we'll spare their dignity is superman just seeing everybody's dicks all the time <laughs> not really a video game question is that not unaskable? That's okay i think that's askable <laughs> that's very askable uh very so i i i mean jaffe this is really a question for you but i feel like it, yeah, I don't. Th- I don't. I don't think this is a like a Professor X situation where like he has to tune out the dicks. You know what I mean? I think right. he has to opt into it. So I. Uh, so theoretically, if like he just really, really wants to see those all day, he could. But I. I can't imagine that uh, a lifetime of of infinite schlongs uh, would not just my favorite DC event yeah, I, lifetime I on infinite schlongs. My yeah. my my favorite uh, Superman question involving dicks uh, is Man of Steel, Woman of Tissue, Oh no, we called. can't do this. We can't do this here. Ash, okay, Ash, no, he has no. muscle control. First of all, a he has muscle control. Second of all, he had the baby because they were in a bottle 
from that Brainiac put them in that took away his powers. So Lois was impregnated and carried the baby to term while they were all depowered. So that's how that worked. What I love about this is that we have not elaborated on this question at all. So people who do not know have no idea what is going on. (sighs) And Alex just explains it. God, (laughs) this is the question everybody asks me. The base for those who don't know, the question is if Superman is super strong. I think they could figure it out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When he's with Lois Lane, how does she survive that? And the answer is you're a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Are you though? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's it's normal for people to ask these kinds of questions. I mean, People are asking us, where does the gold come from in monsters? It's not that weird to ask. No, I like that question. Extrapolate. Yeah, well. You just don't like this one because it's sexual? Come on, grow up. Uh, Okay, (laughs) fine. Get a job, Jaffy. All right. I I kind of do, and this kind of is my job. Yeah, that's right. If this were the boys, then that would absolutely be a question worth considering. But it is not the boys. No, it's Superman. So you could keep asking the stupid ones because- uh, Yeah, because that's my favorite so far. (laughs) Yes. All right. Uh, well, some of them I just didn't ask because they're very wordy. Uh, here's another one from Gaga Geens. Capcom is making it happen. They are funding and publishing a sequel to Sekiro's Shadows Die Twice. However, they have a strange stipulation in the contract with From Software. Its premise is that it has to be the modern-day spiritual successor to Onimusha 3 Demon Siege, okay. in which Sengoku-era samurai Hiramitsu Samanusuke Akechi... <laughs> And Jean okay. Reno likeness bearing French detective in then modern day Paris magically swap places in time and space, working together to defeat the demon armies of Nobunaga Oda. Who's the weirdly prestigious but not too marketable film actor lending the likeness to the secondary protagonist? And as such, in what modern day city is John Sekiro having his next adventure? Okay. All right. Next question. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I told you some of these are unaskable. Wait, but, but I want to trust do wanna, the host. I want to try to do it for a second, though. Um, okay. I'll, I'll just give it a, a quick one. Um, secondary characters, since, since I'm going to answer this by myself, is going to be... Um, uh, America's favorite actor, Christopher Lambert, Christophe Lambert. Okay. And uh, they're going to be in Glasgow because uh, I, I decided. Because yeah. that's that's where um, theoretically the Highlander came from to explain his weird accent. It's also our best opportunity to make Matthew Kumar mad. Yes, that's right. Here's one from Antilles. If muddy brown is the color of games on the Xbox 360... What are the color of games on other consoles? Dreamcast is blue. Of course. Yeah. I feel like PS3 is green, but it should be brown also. I think PS3 is gray. Gray? Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. You know, if you think about like White Knight Chronicles and, and um, I don't know, Resonance of Fate, it was also on 360, but I don't know. It's 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 similar bump mapping and all that shiny nonsense, but I feel like you got a gray tinge on PS3 and, and, and brown on on 360. Okay. So the PS5 is like ray trace white. Like yeah, everything yeah. has this yeah. like white haze to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like white that. highlight. I mean, I'm colorblind. How would you describe the color of the screen of the original Game Boy? Oh, uh, it's pea soup green. Uh but it's not really pea soup. It depends on how high you have the contrast as well. But it's it's, you know, it's a green. That it's green. Game Boy is green, no no question. It's some shade of green. Yeah. Oh, um the uh Neo Geo Pocket is beige <laughs> because the main screen for the new geo pocket color is is beige ish and the black and white on there has a little uh, i guess it's grayer but when you put a black and white game on new geo pocket color it gets the whiteness gets a beige so that's that's the color of that game console for me all right for some reason super nintendo is just neutral brown and i think it's because uh, most games just use a ton of different colors, and it seems like if you just, you know, blur average in Photoshop, you'll get brown on any Super Nintendo screenshot. I feel like Genesis, this isn't the color. Genesis is dither. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, man. It's like a dithered tan for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had a roommate once who insisted his favorite color was paisley, and that really pissed me off. Oh, yeah, it's, nice. it's not a color. It's not a color. Um, Turbo Graphics, I'm going to say... Like yellowish orange, actually. They they had the orange logo, but you know you look you look at Bonk, you look at Bomberman, um, the the final big game from NEC, Bazaru Degozaru, is um 
is all yellow. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna go with like a like a yellow orange for PC Engine Turbo Graphics. What was the name of that last game? Bazaru de Gozaru. I just say it in English. It's Buzz Dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it stars a monkey with a, with bananas. So check and mate. PS2 is like a gun metal, but with a bluish like reflection on it. Yeah. Yeah. What's PS1? Uh... Ooh, good question. PS1. Yeah. It's like a different dither. <laughs> yeah, dither dither two. <laughs> it's like wait, a, wait. it's like a more muddy dither. dither it's like a yeah, brown. Like I brown. actually think I think it's that that like light blue ball lightning effect that all the RPGs had. Okay. It's just like a like a transparent blue. That's 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 what I'm going with. Alondra had that, Final Fantasy Tactics had that. They all they all had some sort of shade of that. GameCube's purple. Yeah, just because the GameCube is purple. I know we put, we already set PS5 to white, but I think the Wii also has to be like a very clinical hospital white. Oh yeah, very much so. That's true. Yeah. The N64 is is like brown and green swirled together on the floor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's uncharitable. <laughs> the Sega Game Gear. Yeah. Ooh, Game Gear. Uh- yeah, I was thinking like RGB because I remember sticking my face so close to the game <laughs> gear and seeing the little RGB the squares yeah. on that screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Uh, at cost of my eyesight. Speaking of which, Virtual Boy is obviously red, and as such, there's never been a red again. Yep. Uh, but, you know, if I had to choose one color for Genesis, I would probably choose red, which is most likely because of the boxes, but um, mm. also because you were allowed to have the blood in Mortal Kombat. We have a yellow in gaming. What's the yellow of gaming? I think the yellow is the turbo graphics. Yeah. All right. I think that's about right. I think we've co- covered all the colors. Uh, the fragrance of dark coffee. This is one of the ones I didn't want to ask. Very good. Asks, what isn't the jingle all the way of video games? <laughs> Wait, you're going to have to explain this. Like I've seen jingle all the way. I can't. That's the whole question. <laughs> what is not? Well, if you've seen jingle all the way, you're ahead of the curve here because I, I have only seen the trailer and... Many, many times I've seen that poster, god darn, of um, Schwarzenegger yeah. being like electrocuted as an elf or whatever is happening. Yeah, it's it's a movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger needs to get a toy for a kid uh, that's like a very hot toy for Christmas. Uh, someone else is in it with. And he fights a working class postman played by Sinbad. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger versus Sinbad. Does Sinbad have his earring in? Yeah. Yeah, and he's kind of phoning in the performance. It's basically the same character as the genie. Yes. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. So what isn't the video? What isn't, yeah, so what uh, isn't the jingle all the way of video so, games? So that rules out licensed games, I would say. It's kind of hard to prove a negative. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so th- so jingle all the way, the premise is that there's a clear goal to achieve. Mm-hmm, that's true. Which is get the toy, right? Get the so toy. What, what is a game that has no clear objective? Oh, Braid. There ain't no point to the game. You just go back in time. Uh, no, forever. you finish the game. You beat the game. There was a reference that's, that's to Soldier Boy, I believe. Yeah. Um, I know. You know another. You know another game that has no point. Bioshock Infinite. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but that like, has the similar uncomfortable racial tension that Jingle All the Way has. So it's, yeah, uh, there's two. They're too similar. Um. Hmm. What's What's a game about nothing? Seinfeld style. We got to make the Seinfeld of. Uh, is Seinfeld the opposite of Jingle All the Way? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, because there's also a an episode of Seinfeld where Elaine's trying to get all of the birth control sponges, and it's true. Kind of the manic energy of trying to get the last one of that is. No, they're, they're always trying to get something. Jerry needs that bread. Just yeah. Birth control sponges made me shudder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing diaphragms, and it's like what 1997. Come on, girl. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Stuff. Is there is there a good game where you are avoiding things that are trying to like touch you as opposed Pac-Man. to like tr- Pac-Man? But no, you're collecting dots. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's is there a game purely about avoiding, especially if they're like toys or something, right? Minesweeper. That's not bad. That's not bad. I would say Minesweeper has nothing in common with Jingle All the Way. There, there are shoot 'em ups that are actually dodge 'em ups, and you're supposed to avoid everything. But I can't remember what. That's the... kind of what I'm thinking. Something like that. Yeah. I can't remember any of them. <laughs> so, yeah, but again, that's kind of there's still kind of a pressing action to them, which is also the driver of Jingle All the Way. There's a timer. There's a goal. There's something you gotta. Get. I think Minesweeper is the best answer. So maybe it's Minesweeper, but you, uh, you, you stop halfway. Stop playing in the middle. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's about right. Have you ever finished a game of Minesweeper on expert mode? I did it once. No. 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 Friend of the show, Dami Lee, is an expert Minesweeper player. I got okay at Minesweeper recently, and then they changed the UI in a recent Microsoft Windows update, and it's just unplayable now. That's rude. Why would they do that? There are like ads now between every few games unless you pay them $10 a month. It's disgusting. Minesweeper is itself. Don't don't mess with it. Ugh. It's it's the worst. There's like daily achievements and different skins. Oh, man. And, uh. oh no! <clears throat> Microsoft needs to watch Jingle all the way and, uh, and they find sure God. Do. They need to discover the meaning of Christmas again. The heck? Uh, they've strayed so far from God's light that Minesweeper is the only answer to this question. Yeah, get back on the path. Yeah, we'll be right back after a quick break. <laughs> it's going pretty well so far. I gotta show you guys this banner ad. Yeah, yes. it's a real banner ad. Ooh, <laughs> now is yeah. a good time to invest in crypto. There's a first one. Join Robinhood. Double whammy. This, Perfect. But also, like this is the this is the graphic design. Yeah, that is the banner ad that yeah. Robinhood is paying for. Well, you know they can't afford much nowadays. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Goodness. It doesn't even have punctuation. They couldn't no. afford the punctuation. They couldn't. Let's get back to it. This is Insert Credit episode 248. We're getting stupid over here. Our next question is from Dylan Phils, who asks, is Phoenix Wright copaganda? Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. The, the way that there's like this relationship between like the police and like the lawyers, this cooperative relationship, absolutely not. The way that we have, like, there has never been a bad cop on Phoenix Wright. That that just yeah. hasn't happened. Like, you've got, like, the plucky-eyed, like, um the cadet that was under gumshoe. You've got gumshoe. You've got the entire, like, Edgeworth. Like, all of those people, like, these, like, we're good and we're standing up for justice or whatever. No, it's absolutely propaganda. And I say that <laughs> as someone who fucking loves Ace Attorney games. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm... As I'm thinking about it, Gumshoe is like is the perfect thing because he's he's bumbling, but he's very earnest, and he gets the job done. And it, and it's like the idea that that cops can be incompetent and also succeed at justice is is offensive <laughs> <laughs> because that's not what occurred. I mean, when when we had we had a a, a thing that happened to to my mom was barring a car and it got vandalized and the yeah the 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 cops were investigating and it's like yeah what 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 are you gonna do you're gonna come back with some information you're gonna go go and arrest them i'm I'm sure that that's what's going to occur come on now round up the usual suspects Uh lordy yeah so it's copaganda that's for true speaking of uh of of that sort of thing though if you want to watch um somebody try to elude the cops in fun ways you can watch Le Samurai. Did I recommend that on the show a while ago? Um, you probably did. It's a pretty good, pretty good French movie about um, a sociopath who's a hitman, but who has a weird sense of justice of some sort. And uh, the cops, the cops know it's him somehow, and they really try to catch him in it. Um, and uh, watching him evade the cops for twenty straight minutes on the subway is actually quite thrilling. So give it a give it a shot the end hey a genuine recommendation out of this question uh yeah i like phoenix right too but i don't really see any way it battles the idea of cops oh yeah a problem i mean we can we can separate fiction from from reality and uh you know it's phoenix right is speculative fiction what if lawyers wanted to help innocent people become free um who didn't have a lot of money and what if cops uh, were able to do their jobs, and their their job was to protect people and solve crimes. So it's it's a lot of different kinds of layers of speculation. Here's fiction. my question: Despite the game repeatedly insisting that it takes place in America, it obviously does not. Uh, what's the difference between cops in America and cops in Japan, and how they're perceived? The cops in Japan are actually good at their jobs. Cops in Japan don't have guns. Um, that's one thing, and like there are cop stands called koban on many many street corners and you can like go up to them and ask them for directions to things and they'll tell you where to go i mean they'll also harass you um sometimes but 
if you just pretend that you're drunk, then they're like, oh man, we got to get this guy back to his hotel. And that's, and that's the end of it. But uh, I would posit that this is not, it doesn't play, take place in Japan. It takes place similar to Utena in the, the Japanese idea of America. So it's like 60% of the way toward Japan, 40% toward America. So it's like, it's, it's a mix. So you're, you're in, you're in a entirely fictionalized zone. So it's okay for, for the cops to be completely fictionalized because it's, it's fantasy land. Entirely fictionalized zone. Act one. Yeah. yeah. The Phoenix Wright universe uh, recognizes the autonomy of Tibet because it's <laughs> yeah. spirit of justice. Uh, the, the place, like the special place that they go to is seems very like Tibet like. So nice. On <laughs> so on one hand, propaganda. On the other hand, they support the autonomy of Tibet. So I think the whole thing comes out as a wash. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Here's our next question. It's from, let me decide which one of these stupid questions ask. All right. <laughs> Okay, here's a user with a single Japanese character for a name, which I looked up, and it translates to cave. This is Anna. This is Anna. All right. Anna asks, if every video game character escaped the virtual world and attacked their creators, which video game developers would be capable of beating their creations in a fight? Hmm. Sakurai. Sakurai would beat the shit out of everybody in Smash Brothers. I hardly <laughs> believe that. That's, That's the true. most intense answer you possibly could have given. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he it would be like joyous too. Yeah. Like he'd be like, finally, <laughs> I've been training for this. Yeah, the most cathartic moment in the history of video games. I feel like um, Nagoshi would absolutely lose against the Yakuza characters, but he'd give them uh, a challenging fight and then they would respect him and let him live. Yeah, they, he and he would join the gang. He would join the gang, yeah. No, he'd be more like um, a summon, I think. He wouldn't join the gang. Cliff Bazinski would be dead. Yeah. Uh, Cliff would be, yeah, no, Cliff, Cliff's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Sorry. Sorry. David Cage, dead. Yeah. Ken Levine, extra dead. David David Cage would, like, just die <laughs> from pissing himself. <laughs> <laughs> he just, it would just happen. Like, his characters aren't even, like, murderous, necessarily, but. Who's the guy who does Monkey Island? I think those guys would be friends. Yeah. So Guybrush specifically with Ron Gilbert? Um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think yeah. Guybrush is not violent. Um, is Is this a, like who survives or like who wins in a death battle what was the question which game developers would be capable of beating their creations in a fight uh, okay capable and, of. are the creations like okay capable of beating in a fight got it yeah that yeah. was the wording so a fight occurs right and they have to be able to win um uh, you know what uh uh i think i think uh uh jonathan blow would would uh win against his, his character that's uh, true Braid. Oh yeah, yeah. He, would, he would actually beat the crap out of him yeah that guy dies in one hit no problem well, and also Jonathan Blow is what he, he he trains in some kind of self defense or something, right, Brandon? He does, yeah. He does kung fu. Yeah, so actual kung fu against Braid Nerd. I think, I think, I think, I think Johnny B's got it. Mm. Yeah. I got another one here. Matt Kane Lewandowski from Team Two Bit. Uh, you he you may not know this guy, but um, he made a game called Fist Puncher, and uh, this mm. this dude is like the most physically fit extremely strong game developer that i've ever seen not it's he's not like roided out um and and in that way it's just like um back when i was on facebook all his photos were of him like suspending himself with two fingers on a rock and being completely vertical or whatever um he's just like doing fitness stuff all the time and uh is exploding his shirts when he walks around so i think that guy could i don't think he's a I don't think he is a fighter, but I believe he's capable of defeating his creations. Shigeru Miyamoto's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, let's see. Yuji Naka's dead. Yeah, Donkey Kong's just, like, remarkably violent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, impossible. Yu Suzuki's yeah. dead. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, Space Harrier's got him. Um, Peter Molyneux's dead. Miyazaki could pass. I think Miyazaki could defeat a, a, um, a Souls protagonist if he had access to, like, pits and traps. Depend. I I feel like he's he could devise a way to defeat a soul's protagonist at least level one. You know. Yeah, I think most puzzle game developers would be okay. Alexei Pajitnov would be okay. Yeah. I don't know. I think it depends on the size of the Tetris block, right? Like if it if it fall if it's falling from the sky and it's big enough, if it's the size of a uh, a cargo container, 
I think he loses. Still, I think he knows how to maneuver the block so that they eliminate themselves. Ooh, good point. Perhaps. Perhaps. I think Pajinov's going to be okay. I think he's going to be just fine. Uh, Tetsuya Nomura, I think he has summons he can do in real life. No, I think he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. I think all his creations want to kill him because they're tired of wearing belts and zippers. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, it's too (laughs) much, man. What is the point of this zipper? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what about Sid Meier? He's dead. Uh, he's going to... With f- the entirety of civilization. Yeah. To, to <laughs> what? Uh, every historical leader? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. com. Lester the Unlikely. Yeah. yeah who is that? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever developed that. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to say Jeffrey J. Thomas. I don't know who that is. Uh, it's a project manager and producer. Mostly does uh, sports games at EA still. But, uh, nice. Oh, wait, wait. Front row. Let's see. So, oh, uh, yeah, he looks like a pretty tough dude. Yeah, he's got Lester for sure. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw Ralph Bear. Who does Ralph Bear fight? Ralph Bear fights. He hasn't fights created a... any characters. He fights yeah, a light not. gun. Yeah, I think he, I, I think he'd be okay. He had an Odyssey 2 pinball game. Uh, I don't think there's characters. In. Yeah, I think he could be a light gun. Did, wait, wait, wait. Uh, does it have to be video games or or did like Teddy Ruxpin come alive? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Teddy Ruxpin would beat the hell out of him. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Ralph. <laughs> okay. I think he made Teddy Ruxpin. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, no. Right. I think you're right. <laughs> and it would be ironic because it's a bear. R- yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they called the prototype. Ralph's bear. <laughs> Toku Cowboy asks, what does the CD mean in Sonic CD? Crushing defeat. Crypto desire. <laughs> I, I got nothing can't dance mm, sonic can't dance sonic can't talk the only thing about him is the way he walk which is really fast yeah mm-hmm. um cool design cry death i don't know very edgy <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's shadow cd <laughs> yeah. sonic's hot topic section yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i think we've solved it all right let's go on to some of the ones i didn't want to ask earlier uh hello mr kearns asks what is the Mitsuoko Lissade of video games? And I'm going to link to what that is. Uh, yeah, let's find out who that is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a car. Uh, the Mitsuoko oh. Lissade was a limited produced car. Oh, I love Only it. 500 units were made and all were sold within four days after they went on sale. And it looks pretty neat. What is the this of video games? Yeah. yeah. Uh, armored Core. Armored Core. Why Armored Core? Arm- armored Core, the one with the like the super involved um, like setup with the pedals and stuff and the joysticks to move like the mech and shit like that. Are you talking about Steel Battalion? Steel Battalion. Yes, that's Steel Battalion. Yes, Steel yes. Battal- My okay. partner yeah. has that game upstairs. I I always get it confused with. That that was the game that I suggested we give the Pope. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's in true. A previous that's right. episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it would take up the most space in his uh, castle. I think they made fi- more than five hundred units, but it's not. Um, they didn't make that many of the controller, uh, especially the full size thing. So that's that's not a bad one. What else was there that was made in very limited quantities? Um, there's uh, uh, that Wonder Swan sequencer, but it's not really a game. But it's, it counts, I think, right? Which mm-hmm. is uh, which is only sold at a trade show. Yeah, or yeah. Not a trade show at a, like a fan show. Um, and I think in similar quantities, maybe even less than five hundred. Yeah, there's the uh, there's the um, Gunhead special version or uh, caravan version, which you could win if you I don't know if you won it or if you had this like they just had some left. There was the the Hudson caravan went around Japan, and you could play the two minute mode of of Gunhead. I don't know if you were actually able to win this or if it was just like. It was the demo copy, but there there are, are like a hundred of them that go around, and and just the design is similar enough, right? But that's like a giveaway or something. It's not like you opt in and buy that's this true. limited edition. That's true, thing, right? Yeah, um, I'm gonna go for sheer absurdity with these next two. So yeah. not necessarily in limited quantities, just the absurdity and the extra. So Donkey Kong Jungle Beat with the with the bongos, mm-hmm. and um, you know um, Guitar Hero for the DS, where they had the the peripheral that snapped into the side of the DS so you could yeah. play the guitar. Oh that. yeah, yeah. And is it just because the car has weird features? Is that where we're? Yes, going? that's all. Okay. That's that's okay. all I got. Okay, that sounds yeah. Right. It reminds me of the. Uh... The Beat Mania, the whatever the DJ Konami one is, they had a version for <clears throat> they had a version for Wonder Swan that came with like a scratching turntable thing, but all it actually did was hit one button as you rotated it, uh, and it was really stupid. Um, that 
gives me the futility angle, but but not we we don't have the the scarcity there either. I don't remember what he called it, but the the like Street Fighter Two conversion for Virtual Boy, which was. Mm handmade by the author there's no rom online there might be now but there wasn't and to play two players it required a weird custom cable that you built to uh to sync two virtual boys together yeah that probably sold out immediately i I guess another thing we could say is like analog pocket or something like that because those sell out immediately and are extravagant except they they are trying to continue to manufacture whereas this was specifically a limited edition car Right. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Uh, here's here's one that isn't a video game, but I just found out that LG released a vinyl record of their ringtones from like the whatever the early '90s through the 2000s, and now it, they did it to celebrate that they were no longer making phones anymore, and they, it was a like hand marked 500 exactly run of records of that ringtones. Rolls. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. I wish I had known about it and bought it in time i would like what's your favorite old phone standard ringtone hmm that's a good question i mean i I listen to that ring ringtone bang i follow ringtone bangers on twitter so um Mm -hmm. it's a i don't feel like i've retained any of those bangers i just enjoy them when they happen Mm -hmm. i enjoyed ringbacks so remember ringbacks when you would call someone and music would play while you waited yes i hated them oh they were so annoying they were great, and you always knew when you were calling a black person because they would play gospel, <laughs> like standard. Every time I called my friend Ian because I needed to pick up homework or something, uh, I would have to wait through like 15 seconds of take a load off Fanny, and it sucked <laughs> every single time. That's Ian for you. Yeah, my favorite uh, was the frolic tune on the old Nokia phones that went like, do, 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 do. We had a friend in Yeshiva named Aaron Woodrow, whose uh, phone would play that every single time. None of us were allowed to have that ringtone because it was his ringtone. And we would call him all the time just to hear it play. And we would all go, this is Aaron Woodrow's phone. This is Aaron Woodrow's phone. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Uh, my mom's text message notification. By the way, I haven't had a ringtone or any sounds playable on my phone since uh, smartphones started to exist. Oh yeah, me neither. But but um, my mom's text message uh, arrival indication is somebody playing the bongos for literally six seconds. It is I've. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's people will send her multiple texts in a row, and so it'll start going boom boom, but do but do. Boom, boom, ba-doom, ba-doom, ba-doom. It's so, <laughs> it's so annoying. And I've mentioned it to her. I've, I've tried saying it straight up. I've tried being passive aggressive about it. I've been like, "Hey, mom, I think someone's texting you." Or, uh, "Hey, uh, do you, are there any longer things that you could get to attach to your text message?" I'm not sure. Anyway, um, she, she loves it. Oh, so it's just yeah. god darn bongos. My my dad still gets a super loud train whistle every time he gets a text. It Being sucks. an annoying parent is probably pretty fun, though, in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it probably is. Uh, we got what, time for one more question before the lightning round. It's from Dylan Phils, who asks, is Doom Guy a bottom? <laughs> Ooh. Ash? No, he is a verse. Yeah. Because he's like this big guy, like, you know, you assume that he's a top and he can top, but I think he's the kind of person that would also appreciate being taken care of and topped because he always has to be strong, like outwardly and inwardly, he would like to be like more vulnerable. So that's like more bottom to me. Yeah. So combining these, I think he's a verse. He's a switch. He can do both. Or he's a service top. So like, kind of like, topping from the bottom kind of deal like sure. he's that yeah. that, that tracks. <laughs> he's got he's got a wide variety of weapons and ways to interact with his enemies all of which essentially achieve the same result but uh he he's up for a variety of uh techniques i guess i am out of my depth here are, are there any <laughs> are there any hints in his uh the lore the damage sounds that he makes <laughs> well no okay so in like the most uh, Doom 2016, like when you find those little like Doom guy bobbleheads, he like mm-hmm. always like fist bumps them, which oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's very sweet. Sure. Yeah, I see that. And especially like he's all surrounded by demons and stuff and he's still doing that. Yeah. He yeah. takes time to like smell the roses. It's very himbo energy. I mean. But like when he's when he's in acid, he's going. 
And I was wondering if that if that leads to any path, but I think you already got it with the, with the first right. thing. Well, so. this this might shed some light on it. Here is a page from the 1996 Doom comic book uh, in which he says, Hoy, hoy, I'm the boy packing 80 pounds of heavenly joy. <laughs> wow. That's bottom. That screams bottom to me. But he would be like a bratty son. If any listeners have this Doom comic, by the way, uh, I don't want to pay for it, and I want it to be in our library. So uh, <laughs> get in touch. It's really yeah. expensive, and I, you should donate it to charity. Yeah. Also, he, he, he just, in the top image of this, he punches a demon in the abs, and it says, bonk. So, bonk, yeah. You know, I'm on board. With a period. Like, very digital font out of nowhere. Yeah. I guess mm-hmm. the dialogue is digital font now that I'm looking at it. And also, <laughs> we now know what Doom Guy's favorite uh, alcoholic beverage is, as you can see on this page. You see it? <laughs> it's rum! Rum! Yeah. This is very funny to people who uh, can't can see, see this, this page. image. Maybe we'll, right? maybe we'll put it in the show notes. There's a really good line yeah uh on the bottom of this page the only thing i believe is i need another gun oh that's really good actually that should make it into the game yeah it's the only thing he believes so i guess we got a power bottom situation here he needs yeah he needs another one dance bone daddy man i could get like the next 10 intros to insert credit just off this page <laughs> yeah the sugar sweet kiss of heavy ordinance this yeah. is the answer <laughs> dance bone daddy <laughs> rum oh he's calling people daddy like that's oh yeah, true he's absolutely yeah. a bottom yeah that's that's gotta be it i, I think we've solved it quite definitively <laughs> right here well, okay so it's like dance bone daddy and then he says gimme come on gimme yeah so. yeah <laughs> He is a he is the brattiest of subs. I swear. Okay, <laughs> I hate that you made me think of this. <laughs> I, there, there's going to be a new think piece coming out soon. <laughs> anyway, it's time for a lightning round. We have Ash back on the show. That's true. So it's time to play a game I like to call Arcade of Our Own. I'm going to oh. name. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very clever. Uh, I'm going to name a video game or game series, and all you have to do is guess the most popular shipping tag for that category on fanfiction website AO3. So, for ah. instance, if I said The Legend of Zelda, the correct answer would be Link and Zelda, because yeah. the greatest number of stories in that topic about a relationship include that character pairing. Got it. We will begin with Pokemon. Red and blue. Ash and Misty. Frank? Uh, 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 uh po- Pokeball. Uh, The correct answer was Red and Blue, or Ash and Gary. That's the most popular (laughs) ship. Oh, popular. Okay, okay. I understand the question. Are Red and Blue people? Uh, Yeah. So they're called Red and Blue, I think, in the game. Like, they're canonical names, Uh, not in, like, the anime. Yeah, in the game, you're Red and your rival is Blue. In the anime, uh, the hero is Ash Ketchum, and his rival is Gary Oak. But they're essentially the same guys. Well, I got one of them. A lot of Pokemon people will disagree with you on that. Yeah. Uh, you got one of them. That's no credit. Ash has one point. Nice. Our next is Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, okay. God. Um, Sonic and Shadow. Sonic and Shadow. Frank? You know what? Sonic and Knuckles. Okay. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go uh, I'm just gonna go Sonic and Amy. I don't know. Ah, you should have stuck to your guns. It's Sonic and Shadow. Uh, okay. I win. Yeah, you got a point. You're tied for first. Uh, our next... I also should have stuck to my guns. I just wanted, wanted, wanted something Fr- different yeah, here. Right. <laughs> I understand that. We're creating drama. Yeah, come on. Mortal Kombat. Ooh. <laughs> uh, Goro. Yeah. And, oh gosh, uh, Shang Tsung. You know, you get the, the, the like, morphing into different people. It sounds kind of fun. I'm, I'm going sure. Sonya and Katana. Ash? It's Scorpion and Sub-Zero. I'm it's sure it's Scorpion oh, and Sub-Zero. God, right. Of course right. it's <laughs> Get over I mean, here. I knew it was Scorpion and yeah. Sub-Zero. Yeah, get over. Yeah, how many stories are called Get Over Here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank, you should get this one. Mega Man. Why should I get that one? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're into this kind of thing. Yeah. Frank. This is your kink. <laughs> I think I think it's Mega Man and Roll, unfortunately. Well, see, I, I mean, that's my first instinct, too, but I was burned by Sonic and Amy, and it's the same answer. Oh, wait, aren't they siblings? Wait a minute. They are. That's why I said unfortunately. Oh, you're right. You're, you're right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you have one, Frank? Because I, I, I know what it is. You do know what it is, and it's not... It's not, you, it's you, not you rock and roll. I know Ash knows what this is. 
it's actually okay. I wait, wait. Think... Before before you answer this, okay. Um, would I know the answer if I don't know anything beyond just the regular Mega Man games? I don't know Probably. anything in X or whatever. Okay. Uh, it depends how you define regular Mega Man. Okay, like one through eleven or whatever. Um. Okay, I'm gonna say no. Okay, then I don't know. It's Mega Man and Zero, but my heart wants it to be Doctor Wily and Doctor Light. Yeah, Same. Be good. It's Mega Man X and Zero. I'm gonna give you the point yeah. for that. AO3 considers Mega Man X and Mega Man to be separate characters, and so do I, but uh, I'll give you the point. Fair enough. Our next is Animal Crossing. What is the most popular ship in Animal Crossing? Isabel and Tom Nick. No, Isabel and player character. I, don't think, I can't imagine it being player character. I, so, I can't. But I, I agree it's Isabel. Um, no, one, no one wants to read about Tom Nook. You'd be surprised. <laughs> you would be surprised. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I really wouldn't. But he's the only like really consistent character, right? And I, I just don't know the neighbors enough because I, uh, I, I mean, there's I too many Isabel of them. Tom. Isabel and Tom Nook. Ash. Uh, I'm gonna say Tom Nook and the player character. Uh, neither Tom Nook nor the player character nor Isabel are involved. What? The Whoa. most popular ship in Animal Crossing. Is it Mr. Rossetti? CJ, the social media obsessed beaver who buys fish from you. Oh, and his boyfriend. And yes. his boyfriend, Flick, who is yes. uh, the tortured <laughs> artist who makes sculptures of bugs. They're not actually boyfriends, but the fandom has decided that for them. This was really an Ash question to lose. I'm yeah, Ash, you should have gotten that one. You <laughs> should really should have gotten that one. Uh, our next one is Half-Life. Oh. <laughs> what, what's uh, Gordon's bro's name? Jordan. He's Barry? Yeah, Gordon Barry. Well, I don't know anything about Half-Life. Gordon in a Dreamcast. Okay. <laughs> Ash? Um, My heart wants it to be Gordon and his crowbar, but it's Gordon and uh, it's actually Gordon and Barney Calhoun, that oh, one security Barney. guard. Yeah, that one security <gasps> guard who offers to get a beer with you. That might be yeah, who that, I that's meant. That's what Frank said. That's who that's, Frank said. Frank wins. I, I will Bar- give Frank Barney. the point. Yeah. Oh, wait, let me make sure. I want to make sure that's... Yeah, that is the guy I'm thinking of. Yes. All right. All right. Um, Frank, you got the point. Jeffy, are there any involving Gordon and a Dreamcast? <laughs> I don't up? think so, no. I, I think that fan fiction is still there in the aether for you to write yourself. It's still, I think it's unreleased is what it is. Be the change. Our next one is The Witcher. Ooh, oh, I know what, mm, I know what it should be, but that's not cool. Like that's, I, I hate the idea of that. Uh, but, what, like the Witcher guy and then, and then the, the young person that he it's his yeah. in charge of? No, I'm That's I'm what wrong. I was going to guess, but I don't know their names. I know, I know, I think I know what it is. I'm guessing that one. Okay. Um, I don't really know anything but the guy in the bathtub, so. That's oh, The Witcher. Copy. That's okay. The Witcher and his bathtub. <laughs> That's a good one. Ash, good what you one. got? It's Geralt and Dandelion. That's correct. It's The Witcher and the guy who sings Toss a Coin to Your Witcher. Ah, got it. You should have gotten that one, <laughs> even if you don't know anything about The Witcher. This next one is really difficult, so I'm going to give you each three guesses on this one. Ooh. Super Smash Brothers. Oh, good one. Good Lord. Okay. Uh, Sonic. And Mario? No. Um, uh, and I'm going to say neither Sonic nor Mario are in it. Uh, Link and Zelda. Neither Link nor Zelda are in it. Okay. No. Ash? Doom Guy and Isabel. Uh, neither Doom Guy nor Isabel are in it. So, okay. yeah, that's six characters eliminated. You got uh, one strike. I am going to give you a hint at this point, but you're not going to like it. Fire Emblem. One of them is a Fire Emblem. I knew it. Fuck. And I knew one of them was a Fire Emblem. Am I allowed to just say Fire Emblem? I don't know. These no, you're not allowed to say Fire Emblem. You can give up. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, well, no, I'm not giving up. Hang on. Uh, Fire Emblem characters. I will allow you to Google who the Fire Emblem characters are, yes. Um, in Smash. Okay. Uh, Marth and Donkey Kong. It probably is Both Marth. wrong. Oh, never mind. <laughs> um, so you said one of them is Fire Emblem. I'm, I'm going to take the risk that both of they're not both Fire Emblem, so I'm going to say Roy and Shulk. Shulk is correct. Roy is incorrect. Okay. Shulk, the protagonist of Xenoblade Chronicles 1. Crom and Shulk. I am now extremely uninterested in this, by the (laughs) way. Yeah, this is weird. And, like, this is a very popular pairing for some reason I cannot comprehend. Uh, Brandon, I'm going to give you the last guess because three is too many. Is it Crom or Chrome? No, it it is Robin, the uh, player character from Fire Emblem Awakening. And Shulk. Okay. That is. I just want to say that I I googled Fire Emblem characters in Smash, 
there are nine of them on top of this Google page, and none of them are whatever you just said. Robin. Yeah, Robin is not. Wow. Well, on CBR.com, they're there. There are a okay, lot of so Fire Emblem guys in Smash, yeah. Robin, do they distinct between which gender of Robin? Uh, they do not. Okay, because it would be really interesting to me, because like, it should be a male-male ship. Like, that just that's Makes more what sense, scans. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I would be interested to see if it's How that breaks down. or male. I was actually surprised it wasn't Cloud and Sephiroth, but I guess they have Final Fantasy. Tag. Yeah, that would be in the Final Fantasy tag. Um, right, I didn't I include see. Final Fantasy because I thought that would be too obvious. We have two left. Our next one is Resident Evil. Oh, geez. Um, mm, this is a tough one. There are a lot of boys to choose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, dude from four. Leon. I oh, think yeah, it's Leon. absolutely Leon. I think it's Leon. Leon. And somebody. And, um, but it, it could be the president's daughter. Um, that's, no. Be... no. No, 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 no. It's, it's not going to be a head ship. It's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah, okay. it's, yeah, exactly. I agree. Well, it, then it's, it's probably Leon boy. and Chris. Yes. Which one's, well, do I know Chris? Chris, Chris, Chris is, uh, yeah, Chris Redfield. He's, oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, that's my guess also. Oh, but it could also be Wesker. Could also be Wesker. Ooh, it could also be Wesker. Yeah. And then my instinct then would be Chris and Wesker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say Chris and Wesker. So we got a Chris and Wesker, Uh, a Leon and Wesker, and a Leon and Chris. Is that right? Sure. I'm I'm, I'm sticking with Leon and Chris, but even though I think Wesker is right. Okay. You are all incorrect. The most popular Resident Evil ship is Lady Dimitrescu and... The oh. reader. Oh! <laughs> wow! I love that. I absolutely love that. There is That's a great. whole subgenre of fan fiction that pairs a character with the reader themselves, and Resident Evil's most popular tag. I was a fool to to not choose Lady Dimitrescu. I forgot that. Yeah. Like, well, that was my honestly second choice, but I didn't think that Resident Evil has been around for so long, and Resident Evil 8 has not. I, know. I would not think that one would have eclipsed the other. Oh, they got, by far, they got so by inspired. Far. You got played like a damn fiddle. Our last one is Donkey Kong Country. Uh, okay. Um, I don't know oh, who man. all the Kongs are. I mean, no enough. Um, Do I? Well, okay, you know the Donkey, main ones. Donkey and Diddy. No. Those are two no. I can think of. No, you're not even trying. <laughs> Those are the two I can think of. Uh, Funky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And can I phone a friend with Ash here? Is this is this is this is this going to be hetero? No. Okay. Um, Funky and I guess Donkey. Let's go Funky and Donkey. Interesting choice. I respect it. Uh, uh God. Is please don't tell me is Diddy and Daisy. Uh, is that or your guess? Dixie. Dixie, whatever her name is. Dixie it, is it her is, name. Is that your guess, Diddy and Dixie? It is my guess, but I don't like it. Okay, so we got Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong. We got uh, Funky Kong and Donkey Kong. We got Diddy Kong and Daisy Kong. All are incorrect. The most popular Donkey Kong Country ship with 15 different fan fictions is King K. Rule and Liz, an original character created by Vivian Shadow Girl. Oh. <laughs> Thank you all for really playing. <laughs> this has okay, been our what, what, What's the most popular real one? Uh, that's it. It eclipses all the others. There's not a lot of Donkey that's Kong. That's not Country a real fiction. one with characters that are in it. Yeah. What's what's the one with canon characters? What all is right, the what I'll is the canon up. one? Hold on. Look it up. I'll look it you up. Can't, you can't end the show like that. <laughs> I absolutely can. That's no. true, but don't do it. Uh, let's see. All right. Let's see here. Okay. The most canon ship under the Donkey Kong tag is, in fact. Diddy Kong and Dixie Kong. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Are they siblings? I don't. Oh. Uh, no, they're not siblings. No, no, no. no. Oh, they're okay, fine. Good. I feel less bad then. Oh, I, I thought you felt bad because it was so vanilla. No, I felt bad because I thought they were related. No, they're not related. Uh, Dixie Kong is related to uh, can to Tiny Kong, I believe. But I think that's where they're familiar. Why do they all have the same last name? Is it is it the last? Is that a last name or is it a species? That's a good question. Ooh, good question. That is a good question. I'm going to say sure. <laughs> this is okay. our time to recommend things to our audience, uh, if you are so inclined. Does anyone have anything this week? I guess I already recommended Le Samurai. Um, yeah, you got that. Don't I got some other stuff, though? Let me let me check my old listo. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I guess I already did my recommendation. Oops. I, I also recommend that people, uh, what do you call it? Wishlist, Hypergun Sport, and Demon School on Steam. Um, we, we're, we're number 617 for all wishlists on Steam with Demon School, uh, which is pretty cool. 
Uh, we could get that number higher. And then on uh, for Hyper Gunsport, we're at about um, about five million, I think, is the number uh, that we are, <laughs> something like that. And uh, we don't have a lot of voice lists, so so put more in there. Thanks. The end. Ash, you got anything? Yeah, um, I'm going to recommend Endling and Extinction is Forever. It's a short game on the Switch. Um, it's one of those like really bad, uh, well, not bad, but like it's going to hurt your feelings and make you cry kind of games where you play as a fox, like the last fox on Earth, and your job is to like keep your, your kids safe. So you have to like feed them and keep them away from danger while also trying to find what's been kidnapped for you. I think it's really brave for people to put out a game where you this cute animal dies in horrific and explicit ways with games like stray uh out and around so i think that shows guts so uh go do that go play that game does it actually show guts it does not actually show guts but at some points it gets a little like oh this is rough like you can get caught by like a furrier or whatever and there's like a graphic scene where the furrier what breaks yeah breaks your neck and you can hear like the bone break oh you didn't say caught by a furry you said she said said furrier furrier (laughs) okay i was like what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, that that makes a lot more sense with the the tone I had in mind from your description. Yeah. Oh, and uh, play Escape Academy. It's a great game. It's fun. Nice. Uh, Frank, you have anything? Uh, I'm really just grasping at something here. Um, Send you the Doom Guy. Comment. Been into nuts lately. You know, nuts. Just nuts in general. I like them. You know, I, I've I've started veering toward unsalted for my nuts. Same here. So Whoa. so uh, give that a shot if you haven't in a while. Yeah kind of kind of shake things up here gotta watch your blood pressure and uh and yeah send, send us the doom comic if you, yes if you, if you it, got that. i don't, I don't want to buy it yeah i'd also like to recommend that if you're listening to this show in some format where you can subscribe to or review podcasts that you do that for us it's real nice uh you could also go to patreon.com slash insert credit where you could become a patron to submit your own topics listen to monthly bonus episodes i think we got two bonus episodes coming this month actually that's right and other exclusive content Uh, You can also join our community at forums.insertcredit.com or follow us on Twitter at Insert Credit or search for Insert Credit on YouTube. This show is edited by Esper Quinn with original music by Kurt Feldman. I'm Alex Jaffe. I'm Frank Zafaldi. I'm Brenda Sheffield. I'm Ash Parrish. And this is Podcasting. It was. It was. Yeah, it sure was. It sure was. I like how we did that like a Sentai team. Yeah, pretty good. (laughs) I like that a lot. (laughs)